WVOW Local News, now. A total of 61 indictments have been handed down by the Logan County Grand Jury, including a charge of first-degree murder for a Logan County man accused of shooting his mother-in-law. I'm Aaron Stone. The shooting occurred at Huffman Branch Road in Pecksmill back on October 15th. The grand Jury charges 22-year-old Zachary Curtis Ball of Stallings, shot and killed his mother-in-law, 42-year-old Lamanda Vance, at her residence. During Ball's arraignment back on October 21st, Logan County Deputy T.C. Johnson said he arrived on scene and discovered the deceased Vance with an apparent gunshot wound to the head. Witnesses to the killing said Ball shot the victim and left on foot. According to the complaint, he was discovered in a culvert a short time later. Logan County Prosecuting Attorney David Wanley wants to remind people that all defendants are still considered innocent until proven guilty in court. I'm not permitted you know, to talk publicly about uh, about these cases. You know, I'm not here today to weigh anyone one way or the other. Everyone is presumed innocent until a jury of their peers hears the evidence and decides otherwise. All of these individuals will have their day in court should they choose to have it. An indictment is not evidence of a crime. It's just a charging document. Wanley said the grand jury will convene once again in September. WVOW Logan. Medical emergencies are never expected. They just happen. And when they do, it's critical to know that the skilled emergency medicine specialists and advanced diagnostic technologies at Logan Regional Medical Center are nearby. With imaging, laboratory, and surgery services close, you have access to all the resources you need for high-quality emergency medical care. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well. Live well. That's why we're here. For more information, visit LoganRegionalMedicalCenter.com. Southern West Virginia Community and Technical College had 57 students complete the Early College Academy program this year. Early College Academy is a program offered by Southern that provides high school students the opportunity to complete an Associate of Arts and an Associate of Science degree that meets the requirements for transfer to four-year universities, allied health and nursing programs, as well as the general education requirements for career and professional technical programs. 33 students obtained the Associate of Arts and or Associate of Science degree before they graduated high school. 24 high school juniors obtained a general studies certificate, will continue next year to receive their degrees. Many high school students are getting an early jump on college degrees at Southern, it saves students and parents money while allowing students to graduate with a college degree while they're still in high school. Near 200 students in southern West Virginia are currently enrolled in the program from Logan, Mingo, and Lincoln counties. program is planning to add students from Boone and Wyoming counties in the near future. In 2022, the program graduated five students. The following year, this year, the program had 57 completions. Governor Jim Justice announced Juneteenth is going to be a state holiday this year again. Justice made the announcement yesterday. A day that celebrates the ending of slavery in the United States. And in recognition, I have declared Monday, June 19th, is a state holiday for all state offices, and all state offices will be closed. That decision makes a long holiday weekend for state workers, with Tuesday, June 20th, being West Virginia Day and already being a day off for workers. President Joe Biden made Juneteenth a federal holiday back in 2021. The state Herbert Henderson Office of Minority Affairs will host a Juneteenth celebration on Canal Boulevard on Saturday, June 17th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. The event is free and open to the public. United States Marshals say a reward for information leading to the arrest of a wanted man has went up. 
Previously, the U.S. Marshals Service of the Southern District of West Virginia announced $5,000 reward. It leads to the arrest of 24-year-old Matthew Daughtery of Charleston. That award has now been increased to $7,500. Daughtery is wanted on a warrant for first-degree murder. According to the Marshals, Daughtery is the last of four suspects wanted, allegedly connected to a November 2022 shooting that left one man dead in Huntington. The other three suspects were arrested in January. Daughtery is considered armed and dangerous. He's described as a black man with black hair, brown eyes, standing approximately 5 feet 5 inches and weighing approximately 125 pounds. He has a tattoo on his neck. Anyone with information on his whereabouts is asked to contact the United States Marshals Service tip line 1877-WANTED2. That's 1877-926-8332. Buffalo defeated Man last night to win the Region 4 Section 1 sectionals. Buffalo defeated Man 5 to 1. And high school softball, on the other hand, the Man Lady Hillbillies. They're on game two tonight. Last night, Wahama defeated the Lady Hillbillies 7 to nothing. Man, girls need to win tonight to push for a game three this Friday. Game two this evening begins at 6 o'clock. Our coverage on WVOW with Bill Lusk and Daniel Miller will begin at 5.50. A Navy sailor from Logan County was killed aboard the USS Oklahoma at Pearl Harbor will finally be laid to rest. Navy Controlman Second Class Donald Robert McLeod a native of Motoville, was only 21 years old back on December 7th, 1941, and it has been 81 years since that day of infamy for McLeod to return home. McLeod was assigned to the Oklahoma, moored at Pearl Harbor when the Japanese sneak attack occurred. A reporter with NGU in Honolulu made the only known radio report to NBC New York during the attack. This battle has been going on for nearly three hours. One of the bombs dropped within 50 feet of KTU Tower. It is no joke. It is a real war. McLeod was among the 429 dead aboard the USS Oklahoma during the recovery efforts following the attack. Only 35 or so of those dead were identifiable at the time. The remains were then interned at the National Memorial Cemetery of the Pacific in Honolulu. Another attempt to identify all the remains got underway in 2015. Updated technology and identification like DNA analysis helped identify those remains to the point now that only 32 from the Oki remain to be identified. Petty Officer 2nd Class McLeod was accounted for on September 23, 2016. Logan County Sheriff P.D. Clemens accompanied Honaker Funeral Home to Columbus, Ohio today for the transport of McLeod back to Logan for his services Saturday. Sheriff Clemens says it's the least he can do, and it's still not enough. Oh, I feel uh, I feel very honored, very humble. You know, I've always been about our veterans. I don't think they get treated right enough anyway, so it's an honor to, to be able just to lead this and escort this, this individual and uh, bring him back for, to lay beside his family. Uh, he was a really a decorated uh, individual, and uh, he deserves more than really what we're giving him. Services to be conducted at 11 o'clock this Saturday morning at Honaker Funeral Home in downtown Logan, with the retired Brigadier General Bruce Reed officiating. Internment will follow at the McLeod Family Cemetery at East Fork of Twelve Pole Creek in Dingus. As for the USS Oklahoma, she was finally refloated in 1943 with the aid of 20 10,000-gallon-per-minute pumps and towed into dry dock. 
The boat was decommissioned the following year and sold for $46,000 to Oakland, California-based Moore Dry Dock Company. Two tugboats began towing to Oklahoma to California, and the former battleship began to sink straight down, causing the water to swamp the sterns of the tugboats. Crews released the ship and let it sink in order to save themselves. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Today, it's beautiful out here. High temperature will be up around 80 degrees or so. Lots of sunshine, partly cloudy overnight. A little bit warmer. We're back to the mid-50s. Ahead for Friday, a dry day around 80, 82. Showers kick in here very late Friday night. We could call it Saturday morning. We have showers on the day Saturday in the mid-70s, but dry and sunny in about 78 Sunday. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Adkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. The cold fields start the day with the morning news. WVU officials will be working over the next few months on recommended budget cuts. The WVU Board of Governors has approved their transformation timeline and associated rule changes as part of a $45 million budget cut next fiscal year. Program cuts will be identified by late summer. Some reductions in force could begin in the fall. The morning news, weekdays, starting at 6 a.m. on WVOW 103.7. 